Welcome to the second episode of Bus the Globe. I am your host and travel guide, Johnny Barakat. On this episode, we'll be traveling along Route 3 with Ishmael. Now, this episode is unique because instead of three conversations being featured, there's only going to be one. And the reason is, is that Ishmael and I talk for about half an hour, which is the longest conversation I've had so far. I thought about shortening it, but I ran it by my team and the suggestion was to keep everything. Since my goal is to present unscripted, casual bus conversations, I don't have any interview questions prepared, nor do I pre-arrange meetings with any of the guests. I meet them at, on, or around the bus stop at random. So try to keep that in mind as you're listening. Without any further ado, episode two. Free is good, so I said might as well. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's true. I mean, like, I, 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 I like, I never, I never want to pass up a free, a free opportunity. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I yeah. mean, especially like, you know, uh, something that can uh, improve you in some right. way. Right. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Self improvement. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, my name's Ishmael. Ishmael. Yeah. I'm Johnny. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, Ishmael. That's a that's a biblical uh, name. Hebrew, yeah. Hebrew, yeah. Hebrew name, yeah. yeah. And so is Jonathan too. Jonathan, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. That's my full name. Okay. Yeah, but I go by Johnny. Yeah. Yeah. I go by Ishmael. Ishmael. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I knew. Uh, um, I used to live in Seattle. Okay. And I don't know if you like hip hop music, but I do. You know, some. I don't. Yeah. I'm not very good at remembering artists and names. I just listen to the beat and stuff. Yeah. yeah. There was a. Um, I sort of sit down. It's yeah. Kind of wet. It's all wet. I know. Um, yeah. So I used to live in Seattle, and there was a there's a group, pretty much from that area mm-hmm. called Diggable Planets. Okay. Yeah. And they. Um, yeah. And like one of the guys like. You know, I think still lives out there. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I ran into him. His name is Ishmael too, but he goes by Ish sometimes. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Most people just call me Ishmael or Ismael in Spanish. Yeah. I'll have a few of my family that call me uh, Isma. Yeah. Ismo, like Gizmo, but yeah. Ismo growing up is what they would call me. Right. Uh, but that's about it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good name. It's kind of hard to shorten. Yeah. You know, Jonathan, Johnny is easy. <laughs> Wait, so yeah. I was, I'm reading the Bible actually from <laughs> the the ending to the beginning. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, and uh, let me think. So I'm in Psalms right now. Awesome, yeah. So that means, I think that I've already read Ishmael. Wait. Hold up. Yeah. Because, like, I'm past Ezekiel, past... Proverbs, past, uh, 
Do you know that book? Um, may, is it Isaiah? Maybe you get Okay, it? no, I think I, I've already read Isaiah. I don't yeah. think I've read Ishmael well, yet. Well, I don't think there's a book of Ishmael. Oh, wait, there's no book? Yeah, at least not in the... In the Old Testament? In the Old Testament. The, okay. Yeah, the... Yeah. So do you know who Ishmael was? Right. So maybe uh, you could teach me something. <laughs> so it, well, you're going backwards to the right. front, which is awesome. Yeah. So in the very front, in the book of Genesis, you'll see where God calls Abraham. Yeah. Uh, to be a father of many nations. Yeah. And which was kind of interesting because Abraham was very old and his wife was sterile. Right. And. Uh, they thought that God needed help, and so Sarah, uh, her, her maidservant's name is Hagar. Right. And she said, well, why don't you sleep with Hagar? Maybe through Hagar, you know, we'll fulfill God's promise. Right. So Hagar's son was Ishmael. Okay. And so, uh, of course, that was not the... You know, in the Hebrew right. uh, Bible, that was not the God of the promise. Right. Uh, which later on was Isaac. Right. Okay. Okay. And now so, I remember it. But but God, in His mercy, said, you know, I'm I'm still going to bless Ishmael, but he's not the promise son. Okay. And so the, the Ishmaelites uh, are then then the people of modern day Palestine, and that is why there's still war. <laughs> going on because the Hebrews or Jews right. say hey you know Isaac is a son of the promise Palestinians say well wait a minute we're we're descended from Abraham too right. through Ishmael right <laughs> so okay. yeah so it's like you know like who is going to get the inheritance but then what's so interesting is because then, like, Christ came along, and so, like, if you're in Christ, then you get the inheritance. Exactly, I always yeah. think, I'm like, how are people fighting when Christ came? J- Jesus said, you know, God can <laughs> raise up sons out of anything. Yeah. His, his true worshipers, his true sons, yes. then are, you know, followers of Jesus, if, you know, in the right. Christian, Christian teachings of, of the New Testament. So, yeah, you're correct that Jesus says, hey... Pretty much, let's all get along, cause yeah. <laughs> you know, you guys follow me, we're all good. <laughs> Absolutely, it's so funny because I'm like, I mean, I guess you have a different theology then, you know, like not you, but I'm oh, saying like yeah. if somebody is gonna be fighting about like, oh, but like, you know, it, I'm, I'm the one, yeah. in me, you know, yeah. raise the hand, and yeah. then what is that theology? I mean, it's a theology yeah. I don't really understand. But. Well, yeah, it's it's a very a, a closed and nationalistic. Right. Yeah. You know, Paul, the majority of you read through his letters, yeah. you know, in the book of Romans, you know, he tried to, you know, explain that to the Hebrew people and the Jewish people, he himself being a Jew. Yeah. I used to think like you, I was persecuting these Christians. Yeah. I now come to realize that That's anyone true. who calls in the name of the, the Lord Jesus Christ will be saved. And we are part now of yeah. God's family. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's a beautiful thing. Yeah, it is. Are you from Austin? I uh, I grew up in San Antonio. Okay. Uh, so okay. I'm Spurs, from this right? Area. Okay. Yeah. 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 Ye
Yeah, I gotta go with my hometown Spurs. <laughs> but uh, no, I've been in Austin about uh, thir- four, uh, 14 years. This summer will be 14 years. Wow, awesome! Wow, yeah. okay, my goodness. But you're a Texan for sure. Yeah, I'm a Texan yes. for sure. Yeah, yes, L- yes. lived in Oklahoma for about four years. Okay, moved back to Texas. So, wow. You from Seattle, you say? Well, I mean, I, I feel like I'm from all over now. Okay. But I mean, I was born and raised in D.C. Mm-hmm. And then you know, I've lived there for. You know, 21 years of my life, so born and raised there. Then moved to Seattle. Then uh, after a year of being in D.C. again, moved to Australia, lived there for about a year. Oh, that's awesome. Um, I lived in Portland yeah. uh, for six months, and then uh, pretty much here. So I've been here since June 2nd. Okay. So I'm not even here for very long. But okay. I haven't been here for very long. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I've been, the first time I ever went to, I ever visited Texas was, I want to say in like 2011 maybe, or, okay. or no, 2010, something like that, and I I had to fly into El Paso mm-hmm. because I wanted to go to Albuquerque, New Mexico, yeah. and um, it was cheaper to fly into El Paso yeah. and then take a bus. Or bus or Yeah, whatever. I took a yeah, bus, yeah, yeah. and then, um, yeah, El Paso, like, that was interesting, I mean, it felt like Mexico, or... <laughs> I mean, like, you can feel, like, the the Mexican uh, culture is influenced very strong there. And, um, you know, I I really love traveling, and I thought it was interesting. People, whenever I mention El Paso, people are like, wow, yeah, there's nothing there. But it's not true. No, There's, like, a lot there. I mean, but even if you're a person like me who grew up in D.C., that, um, you know, there... I mean, there are Mexican people there, but, like, I think there are more, like, if you want to talk about Latino people, there's more, like, El Salvadorian people. So, okay. like, you know, if, if I'm going to a neighborhood in D.C. where there's just, like, a lot of El Salvadorian people, like, yeah. you can see how, like, they're going to express their culture. Right, Whereas right. when I'm in El Paso, like, wow, you see all these different shops and, like, you see the different colors yeah, and yeah. the decorations and then the boots, the cowboy boots, <laughs> super long. Yeah. That's not, you're not going to see that in D.C. No, no, um, no. Even the art is different. There was a museum, like a metalsmith museum. And those, those super long boots are yes. the ones that kind of curl up yes. or they're just long? Uh, both. Okay. I saw both. The ones that kind of curl up, yeah. they're from southern Mexico. They're not oh. even, like, northern or oh. on the border. Wow. Yeah, which is interesting. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, yeah, those those long boots were it's in southern Mexico. That's the wow. culture from down there, yeah. Okay. See, yeah. and I mean, man, I mean, I would I I did go to Mexico actually. Mm-hmm. Like my friend uh, Cesar, he lives in uh, Chihuahua. Yeah, yeah. So I went to Juarez, and yeah. I spent the night there. Juarez and I mean, is like the fifth largest city in the in the Republic of Mexico. Yes. Which is strange because it's on the border. Usually, border towns are not that very big. Yeah. Uh, I've been to Juarez one time myself, and so that's awesome. I know some friends from Chihuahua. So yeah. yeah, it's cool. I mean, it was like I I was so excited because I had never been to Mexico. Yeah. One and then two. Um, you know, I heard all of the things about Juarez being, you know, like a very, like, have, like struggling, you know, yeah. struggling with some violence and crime and things like that. So, yeah. you know, at the time, <laughs> you're from D.C., I though. Know, There's a lot of crime and violence there as Absolutely. well. Well, I mean, you know what, though? It's <laughs> and, and it's pockets. Yeah, and it's pockets. And, like, I grew up in a place where, you know, I would tell people where I was from, Southeast DC. Yeah. And 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 this would, I would tell people like in DC, and they would just be like, "Oh, I'm so sorry for you," you know. I've never been there, so yeah. Right, I, but I it had a reputation. 
Yeah. Yeah, it yeah. has that reputation of like, oh, you don't want to go there. Yeah. Or at least it used to, not anymore, but it used to have the reputation like, don't get lost there. Yeah. And yeah. so when I'm in Chihuahua, when I'm in Juarez, I thought like, well, I'm with Cesar. Like, I'm sure it's fine. Like, I wasn't really scared, but they would tell me stories. Like, Cesar, he would be like, yeah, you know, like, we're trying to get out of here. Like, no one wants to be here. But, like, I see it. It's like a sunny day, and people are, like, in the park, like, having picnics with their families. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, this is actually a really cool place. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, I have one of the best burritos I ever had. It, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. They, it's like $2. They tell me that there's, from Juarez, it's probably, you know, like yeah. a five-hour drive, uh, you know, inside of the state. Yeah. They have the best burritos. Oh, yeah, so. man. Okay. <laughs> See, I was like, I, sometimes I'm like, dang, was that really the best? But yeah. because you just said that, yeah. I'm like, okay, cool. It was. I wasn't yeah. just like thinking like, man. No, I'm... you're probably a derivative <laughs> or maybe, you know, the same yeah. franchise or whatever. Oh, my yeah. God. It was just like, it was yeah. so delicious. Yeah. Like, man, you know, like my dad's a chef. So I grew oh, up with cool. a lot of like really great food and you know like a lot of good flavors like he knows a lot about flavor and everything yeah. so like man when i had that i was like oh uh, i was like cesar like i think i want to get a second one man <laughs> he was like no man don't do it <laughs> and then you know he told me that's what he said he's like no man don't do it it's not really that good for you like just one is probably good and i like at the time i'm like all right cesar i guess we're gonna go you know i guess we're just gonna leave yeah yeah, yeah. so we left and um <laughs> yeah, you know, like I want to go back. There's so many places I want to like go back to. It's awesome. The thing with traveling, you know. What part of Australia did you stay in? So I started out in um, Sydney, mm-hmm. and then I went to uh, this place called Adelaide, which is in South Australia. It's okay. got some of the most beautiful beaches wow. in the world. Wow. Um, then I went to Melbourne. Yeah. That's how yeah. they pronounce it. Yeah. And then, uh, and I was there for the rest of the year. That's Ooh. a crazy story. I bet. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, but it was a lot of fun. Um, a lot of life lessons there. Okay. You know, um, I was. It's the. I just recognized that it was the first time that I had uh, decided to attend church. Okay. Um, like ever, like like. Like, no one had to tell me to go. Okay. It was just like, yeah. I just wanted to go. Yeah, it, being there in Australia. Yeah, and I was okay. like 26. Okay, cool. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it was interesting because I went to a Pentecost church. Mm-hmm. And I had never been to a Pentecost church. Pretty lively. I mean, actually, uh, maybe, I, mean, I don't know. yes, yes. I yeah. mean, there's the whole speaking in tongues thing. But, I mean, it culturally, like, like, when I think of Pentecost, I think of, like, you know, a lot of liveliness, like, I think what yeah, you're thinking yeah. in, like, speaking in tongues, and I think even there's some, like, snakes, and I think, at, well, yeah, like, th- that's in, probably like a, a sub, yeah, like a sub, right. subgroup, yeah, 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 yeah. I've never personally seen that, I've heard about it, I think it. I see it yeah. on TV, yeah, you know, yeah. so, but, like, I'm just trying to be honest, like, no, when, I when I've, uh, yeah, what, what, you think what I've it? seen yeah. before, and yeah. then, but, like, culturally, like, Australia is a place where, I mean, you know, like, a derivative of, like, England and you know what I mean yeah like there's that influence so there's that influence and it's like so and then there's some Asian influence too because you know um, there's a lot of people like from Indonesia living in uh, Australia also um, East Timor Mm -hmm. like I worked with I worked uh, for a nonprofit there Mm -hmm. uh, working with the Timorese community oh wow because they um, you know like there's some immigrants because there were some wars there going on between the uh, Indonesia and East Timor okay Um, and anyway uh, so yeah I mean kind of lively but not as lively as I think like maybe the way American Pentecost church might be okay even though I've never been to one but I imagine like 
that's where I'm thinking about like the liveliness and like right. really like tongues is going off. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. it wasn't like that there. Okay. It was more like a little bit more reserved and it okay. you know, people would be praying in tongues, but it would be more like to themselves okay. than like okay. you know, uh, like like for instance when I when I was growing up in DC I went to, you know, Baptist church there, uh, predominantly black. Uh-huh. And, you know, when someone would get the Holy Ghost, you know what I mean? They would just start jumping Break and shouting yeah, yeah, and yeah. running yeah. and everything. Yeah. So to me, like, that is, like, some of the liveliest liveliest yeah. kind of expression you can have. Yeah. But there, there wasn't any of it that. No, no, no. No, we were, um, uh, we were invited to, uh, in our church nomination, to go yeah. to a black conference in uh, Orlando. Yeah. And uh, it was it was beautiful just to see the free spirit yeah. of, of the, the preaching, the song. Yeah. And it was it was awesome to experience that. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. Yes, sir. Right on. So what church do you go to? Just, just down the road here, there's a, a gazebo. There's a coffee trailer there. Yeah. That's that's the, the church where we, uh, I go to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What is it called? It's a Church of the Nazarene, South Austin Church of the church Nazarene. Church of the Nazarene, South yeah. Austin. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I I go to this church called the Well Community uh-huh. Church. Okay. It's in um, on the east side. Okay. On um, Cedar between uh, MLK and Maynard. If you can picture yeah, that. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I know where that's at. Yeah, yeah. I've been going with the area. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Good. What's over there? There's like a cancer clinic. Mm-hmm. It's like right by a cancer clinic. There's like a, um, what is that juice place called? Juice Land. Juice Land. Yeah. yeah. Juice yeah. Land right there on MLK. If you that's can picture awesome. that. Yeah. yeah. Been going there since uh, like late June. Okay. Like, awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So far, yeah. so good. Yeah, I really like it. So I stopped recording once the bus arrived because I thought that we were pretty much finished with our conversation, but in reality, we actually continued talking and Ishmael shared with me that he's actually Pastor Ishmael. So I started recording again because I wanted to know how he became a pastor. So here's the second segment with Ishmael now on the bus. Like, what's your story about, like, how you became a pastor? Like, that's got to be an amazing story. Well, I don't know if it's amazing as a word to describe it. I I think I was, like, 16 years old yeah. when I began to sense nothing audible, nothing, okay. you know, like an angel came out or anything like that. <laughs> I just began to sense that, you know, God was calling me. To, to follow him, to serve him. Yeah. Uh, and, I, and then I, I just kind of put that aside, and, and for the next couple of years, I wanted to do my own thing, and uh, I, uh, you know, running away from my call is, you know, kind of, okay. so to speak, uh, you know, I didn't want to do that. Uh, I wanted to be a policeman. So I started gathering information and going to the academy. Right. And that didn't turn, you know, turn out. So I, I end up going to a, uh, our denomination as a university in Oklahoma. Yeah. And I was majoring in business. Yeah. I know nothing about business. All I knew is I did not want to be in the religion building. 
where I knew God wanted me to be at. So after like halfway through the first semester, you know, I'm struggling with all this. Right. You know, I'm fighting that. And yeah. So finally, I, I, you know, I'm praying. I say, God, all right, I, I'm going to follow you. I don't, I don't know how or what, but I'm going to just follow you. Yes. And, uh, and, and yeah, I began my, my, my preparation and just so little things, you know, along the way. I began to be active in my church and visitation and preaching and teaching. And, wow. Uh, so here I am, uh, you know, a 20-year-old snot-nosed kid teaching a Bible class to adults with families and jobs immigrants that know a, a, a lot more about life and, uh, uh, and I'm like you know really and, and and they're asking me questions not only about the Bible but about you know raising kids and 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 they were like genuinely wanting to know and at that moment it was like God saying just trust in me and I, I will you know I will guide you so just little confirmations along the way. And so I've, I've only been doing this for 17 years. Only 17 yeah. years. Okay. Uh, yeah. And, and, and I'm still learning. And yes. I'm still learning. So like I said, I don't know if it's, it's an amazing story, but, but that's that's kind of how it works for me. And it's kind of different for, you know, for everywhere. For everybody, right. right. Sure. That's why sometimes we can be confused about like how to approach certain things in life because maybe you know there are certain things that we take too lightly or don't take seriously enough and maybe the things that we take seriously like that are supposed to be taken like very seriously are like um, you know like it's like I would think like well it must be amazing you must have to do something or like you must have had an experience yeah. that well, it really pulled you in yeah it, it was just I always tell people that all God is looking for is a willing heart uh-huh. oh, uh, uh, sure. and, and so I, I do believe that that we all are called to follow him and, and, and but at the same time he does set apart some mm-hmm. you know as a vocation so mm-hmm. uh, even though this is my job in quotation marks it's it's, it's a call. And so there's there are different moments, you know. I, I did go to I did go to school. I, I did have training in theology and in psychology, and mm-hmm. you know, so you know to better be equipped, just like you know a doctor would or a lawyer or a construction worker, you yes. go get certified. So yes. yeah, you know, does that say that I understand all of the Bible? Absolutely not, right. you know. Yeah, but still uh, yeah, so there's there's that aspect, and then right. there's the other part. It's just being obedient mm-hmm. and, and doing things by faith and, and, and so yeah I don't know okay <laughs> well I mean that, that, that makes sense you know because it's like when your heart is in it and a willing heart you mentioned yeah. that yeah and I think that that's when you know you know um, I'm 32 and um, you know like being you know I guess I'll say this I'll say it like this is that you know, I feel like, you know, my peers, mm-hmm. um, a, a considerable amount of them, you know, struggle with what should I be doing, what should I go, where should I go, just kind of like I was telling you earlier, like, yeah. 
like, what am I supposed to do with these things? Like, I don't know. Yeah. And, you know, that can kind of, you know, you can feel lost. Right. When you're just like, well, I, I know that I can do things, and I just don't know what to do. Yeah. I don't know how to do it. I don't know when to do it. And, um, you know, you, you just, you, you may be overwhelmed, like, oh, all right, so you end up doing nothing. Yeah. And, um, you know, but then I think about, like, you know, like, oh, but my heart is set on, like, if your heart is set on something, you don't see anything else. Yeah. You know, like, my dad, I was telling you, he's a chef. Uh-huh. And um, he's an amazing chef. And, um, you know, he's been doing it for, like, over 30 years. It's awesome. You know? It's and, awesome. Um, I mean, you know, he can cook with his eyes closed. And, wow. you know, I remember growing up, like, being in, you know, kindergarten, and telling everybody, like, all my classmates, like, oh, yeah, my dad's a chef, and he's going to do this, this, and this. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'd come home and be like, don't tell him that I can do all this <laughs> stuff, okay? But, I mean, seriously, but then he would come. I was just thinking about this the other day. But he would then do it because, mm-hmm. like, he's so passionate about it. His yeah. heart is on it. Yeah. And so he would do, you know, things like he made, like, a gingerbread castle one year. He made, like, a Super Mario cake and wow. brought it into the, my wow, school one, awesome. one time. Yeah. He would do all these amazing things. That's cool. But, it, you know, it's just kind of like... When, I think when you realize like what your assignment or your calling is, yeah. maybe it doesn't. It's not like like it's not an amazing story. Like yeah. it's just kind of like well, it was just natural. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we, we, yeah. More or less. Yeah. More it's or less. Kind of yeah. natural. Yeah. Seemed like the right thing to do. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, all but, I know is that. Yeah. You know, if I'm not doing what what God has called me to do, then uh, I'll be miserable. We go through doubts. I go through doubts. Yes. You know, and and it's it's in those times where I have to continue to trust in the call. Yes. That's what what keeps me going. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. That's a good word. That's very encouraging. Yeah. Well, you have encouraged me just talking to you because yeah. I didn't want to be at church today. I'm going to a library to, you know, get some things done. I'm, I'm going through a period of doubt. I'm, I'm going through a tough time. Well, I mean, God. The way Sorry that I'm choking up. I was not ready. I. I never prepared for, I'll say this, I imagined that I would be meeting all kinds of people from all walks of life on the bus while doing this project, but I, I think I underestimated the types of connections that I would have with people while doing this project. And I stopped recording because, as you can hear from the audio, uh, the moment just got very emotional. And I, out of respect for this person, this man who I had never met before, I didn't want to 
I did not want to just keep recording and not have any without regard for this man's privacy or just his, yeah, just his personal space. I mean, I am doing a project and I did let him know that I was recording. Um, he knew that I was recording during this time, but I, I just, I, I did not want to put my project first and him second. I wanted to put this man first and um, I let him know, you know, after I stopped, I, I told him, look, I, I stopped recording. And he actually said, it's okay. So I started recording again, and we're going to pick up uh, where we left off. So this is just hearing your passion for what you do is a reminder that I need to continue to to do what God has given me the passion for. Amen. And uh, it's, it's being with, with the people. We, we get so bogged down in, in doing church yeah. that we forget it's about this. That's right. You know, when I when I saw you walk back here, you know, I thought like, oh man, I wonder if he does like a bus ministry or something like that. If I do what? Bus ministry oh. in some <laughs> some kind of way. Yeah. I feel I, sometimes yeah. I feel like that's what I'm doing. Yeah. In some it way. is absolutely. Yeah. So. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah. This is this is good. You have you have no idea uh, what this is doing to me and what inside of me and I'm just it's yeah. I went to bed just with a lot of questions, and I still have questions, and I'm gonna have to unpack all of this yes. and what this means in the grand thing or <laughs> grand scheme of things. And right. you know, it's just you know, my wife texted me. She was like, "I'm I'm thinking of you," and I said, "Well, thank you," because even though I don't make sense sometimes of what I want to do, I know yes. it. But uh, yeah, yeah, this is good, man. Amen. This is good. Yeah, I have joy. You know, this good. is making, this is like filling me up. Good, like, good. The spirit, you yeah. know, like times awesome. like this, I'm just like, there it is. Yeah. There it is. We wonder sometimes <laughs> and doubt, but you can't, yeah. how can you doubt this? I know. Like, this is so, this is like so authentic. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. Like, you could not, like, I, like when I walked outside of the house this morning, I had no idea what I was going to run into. Yeah. This is so good. <laughs> like, the odds of this are so good. It's too good. Yeah. Yeah, well, thank you. This right, is, right. This is good for me. You feel joy, and I just feel nervous. Nervous. <laughs> well, that's so yeah. interesting. We're talking about we're talking about all of that right now in community group. We're we are where were we in? We were in um, basically like we're we're learning about Jesus' character. Yeah. Um, and his authority, and when he was in the. Um, uh, when he was in the boat, yeah, and they were like, "What kind of man is this, or like yeah. that has command or authority yeah. over yeah. the waters?" Yeah, and it's like, you know, we we were we were unpacking that, yeah. you know, like yeah. Jesus in the boat, yeah, you know what I mean? Jesus sleep, yeah, and they're, you know, uh, nervous, yeah, they are fearing death, yeah, but Jesus in the boat. You know, and it was just all it was was just like a quick second. So, uh, 
of relief. Like relief comes so fast, and then it makes me think of that uh, that verse, like you know, uh, like weep, like weeping, um, weeping. You maybe endure weeping over the night, but then joy comes in the morning. Right. And right. it's just like it's just that Passover of like from night to morning is yeah. interesting. Yeah. You know, because it was like one way. It was one way when you walked up to the bus stop, and yeah. then it's another way on the bus. Yeah. And then it'll be another way yeah. when you get off and you go about your, your day and your yeah. life. Yeah. And then it could be, when I see you at church, there's going to be another way then, <laughs> you see. Yeah, absolutely. And you'll remember me, we'll always be I like, will. I'll remember you, you'll remember me, we'll be like, wow, okay. I will, Here yeah. we go. Yeah. Even and into the next life. Yeah, absolutely. Because this is not even... Yeah. You know, so yesterday we had our Lent service as the yes. beginning of Lent, you know, that's Wednesday. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, usually we think about giving something up so that we can, you know, draw us closer to God. But yes, I was going to give up social media. I, I did that last year and it was and it was beautiful. Awesome. But I don't feel that at this point in my life that 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 is something I need to give up. That right now is not taking me away from God. Yeah. Okay. And and so I said, okay, what am I then, what am I going to give up? Because that's what you do during Lent, right? Absolutely. You give something up, you yes. can fill yourself of, of, of something spiritual. And, and I got this thought that says, you just, you just need to draw closer to me. Amen. And so I said, oh, okay. Yeah. And, uh, you know, in, in the midst of everyone goes through trials, everyone goes through, through junk in their life, and yeah. and you know, I, this morning there's a the shooting that happened in Florida, and, and I'm like, here I am, I'm I'm complaining about my stuff, but my kids are okay. Yeah, amen. My life hasn't been rocked like that, and I said, you know, God. You know, I, I pray for them, yeah. and I don't understand why these things happen. Yes. But it puts us into perspective when we are able to say, <laughs> you know, we don't have it that bad. It's not as bad as we think no. when we see what our our fellow, you know, man is going through. Right. And so, um, uh, you know, it's uh, it's interesting how God works, you know, through life and into different situations and so you know Jesus is he comes into our life he yes. comes into our boat and he's already there as in that passage he's there asleep he's there yes. and and he's the other part of that passage is you know just will you just trust in me just trust in me just trust in me and you know follow me and uh, you know you might you don't have to have all the answers yes you don't need to know the big picture. Just trust in me. And, and so that's kind of what we talked about last night in our Ash Wednesday service. Is, oh, wow. is letting letting God just just drawing closer to Him. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I, that's what I want to do for the next forty days. Obviously, the rest of my life as well. Right. But in yes. these next forty days of of late, yeah. Focus. Yeah. Yes. Awesome. Well, I'm glad I, I could. I'm glad I met you. you know <laughs> I'm glad I, mean? I met you, Johnny. Yeah. Definitely poured into me today. 
Well, thank you, thank you. you know, and it's been uh, it's been mutual. I like you know, yeah. discipleship is so um, important. I think you know, like you know, the, the word discipleship. I you know, like sometimes we'll go over like, well, what does that mean? Like, what is that word? And it's like you think about like someone who's like a master martial artist uh-huh. and is like teaching all of the you know the under under studies yeah. so that they can be sharp and there's that even that verse like the steel sharpens steel right and yeah. that's what it feels like yeah. to just you know awesome. like have this conversation so uh, thank you ishmael yeah, this is my stop man all right. god bless you yes. god bless you i'll be praying for you That concludes the second episode of Bust the Globe. Thank you for tuning in. Special thanks to my guest, Pastor Ishmael Flores. It was really different this time around. Um, You can expect all kinds of different conversations as I bus Austin, Texas. If you dig the music, Kindest Cut has been providing all of the backtracks for this episode and actually last episode as well. So you can check out Kindest Cut on SoundCloud at Kindest Cut. Also, if you haven't already, don't forget to follow us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at Bus the Globe. Until next time.